Uh, good morning. Parashat Va'era introduces us to most of the makot, most of the plagues that Akadosh Baruch that God leveled upon the Egyptians. I'd like to zone in on specifically one of them, the Makav Barad of hail, and uh, specifically the stages leading up to it, not per se what ended up happening, which is of course significant in and of itself, but the words and the Torah's description of what happened. You see, the warning was that anything that's left in the fields of the Egyptians will be affected by the Barad. Anything that's brought inside and stored away won't be affected. And the Pesukim in turn described how the Egyptians were split on this. Hayare, Pasuk says, a person who feared et devar avde paro, those who were from the slaves of paro who feared God, he moved his slaves, his servants, and his cattle inside. Of course, out of fear of and understanding of what's on its way, they listened to the words of Moshe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, the next words are most significant because we'd imagine the next words are, in contrast, those who didn't fear God. But instead, listen to the words in the Pasuk, lo sam libo el Instead of describing it as those who feared God listened to the warning, and those who didn't fear God didn't, it says, Asher lo sam libo il devar Adonai, a person who didn't turn or place his heart, pay attention to the word of God. There's a certain incongruence. It doesn't match up perfectly over here. On the one hand, the Pasuk describes those who feared God listening, and those who didn't pay attention not listening, it's, the, it's in the name of the Imre Emet, one of the Hasidic rabbis from, and leaders from Gur, uh, suggested that this twist in the text, this uh, asymmetrical description, is very t- telling, because it describes to us what it means to be a person who arrives and determines in their life that they're going to have Yirat Hashem. We assume that fear of heaven, having that awe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is something that's either innately, uh, just a part of our natural uh, composition and build up, or it's through close investigation, I have knowledge and you don't have that knowledge. Instead, the Pasuk seems to be describing to us, it takes not little, but it takes a significant act of not study, not upbringing, but paying attention. The Pesukim described that a person who has a fear of heaven, a person who has that awe of, of God, is a person who pays attention. A person who didn't and doesn't have that focus and attentiveness is the person who lacks that Yerat Shaman. It's a very significant description. But that is number seven, I think. Over here is where we're bringing forth this idea, fascinatingly. Think about how this all began. This all began with the servitude, the slavery of Am Yisrael. And at the end of uh, Parashat Shemot, in Perekei of Shemot, uh, so the Torah describes how Paro had a decree. After Moshe and Aharon arrived at his palace, demanding that Am Yisrael be let free, the Pesukim describe how Paro has a new command. More work, harder labor for those people. What's his purpose in so doing? Is it just a punishment? Or is it something more? Mesilat Yisharim in Perek Bet, in the second chapter of his book, Ramchal describes that that action of Paro was purposeful so that the people could not be attentive. Hitbonenut, the ability to pay attention, 
but more than that, break more it's focus. it's more fine tuned than that. To break the people would be the physical sense. So That's no one thing. The purpose over here is that they not start to think about what it means to be liberated, to be free, so that they don't think about what their mission in terms of a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu is. You keep on crushing them with labor and distractions. That's the uh, contrast. So amazingly, then this 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 makah, which brings forth those who don't pay attention, mind almost to a certain extent we read it. But not in terms of punishment, in terms of the way that they, so to speak, choose to act. You try to force Am Yisrael to become distracted from what it means to truly search and seek truth. And in turn, what's happening to you is we're bringing forth how you, in reality, Egyptians, some of you at least, don't have that simat lev. In truth, it's said in the name of the altar of Kelm, that's Rabbi Simcha Zissel Broida, uh, that the difference between a sadiq and a rasha, you might imagine, you might suggest, uh, well, it's uh, knowledge. You might suggest it's their ability to understand the world better. It's just one word he would suggest, siyur. Siyur means visualization almost an imagination, the ability to take what you see in front of you and aside you and to make it real, to let it become a part of you, to determine reality based on what's happening, because we oftentimes pay attention to the paper and pages in front of us. We'll sometimes pay attention to the explicit words spoken our way, to pay attention to be a visualizing individual who takes the world's happenings, who takes what's taking place in your life, in the world at large, and makes it real, who pays attention to that, that is the difference between Sadiq and Rasha. In truth, Rabbi Yochanan Wasserman, at the beginning of his Kobitz Ma'amarim, Rasha makes himself a victim of society. Rasha doesn't pay attention to the societal happenings. He doesn't pay attention to what's happening around him. That's the difference between a Sadiq and Rasha. Not victimhood. It's a person who doesn't appreciate and understand. In truth, the Gemara in Masechet Berachot and Daf Bet is Doresh that Pasuk from the end of Kiryat Shema. Velo taturu ahare levavchem veahare enechem asher atem zonim aharem. Velo taturu ahare levavchem. The Derasha is Zo Haminut. That is heresy. And Rabbi Wasserman asked, that's not heresy. Heresy is a person who has wrong thoughts. Heresy is a person who understands it wrong. The Pasuk instead is describing it as an individual who is strayed or taken astray by his heart. Because the heart and the attentive side, the ability to take what I see and to let it become a part of me, internalize it and listen to its message, is what defines oftentimes the heretic as opposed to the believer, the individual who's that Sadiq as opposed to Rasha, the Am Israel in Egypt who were seeking but being put down because of the back-breaking labor, not in the physical sense, but in the distracting sense, and in turn, so clearly over here, the Pasuk describes to us, the Pesukim tell us, that the difference between the Yere Hashem amongst the Egyptians and those who weren't is Asherlosam Libo, the person who didn't, the people who didn't pay attention. Rabbi Shlomo Volbe, the great Mashkiach who passed away some 10 or so years ago, he in his parasha book uh, described how he would see and felt that oftentimes when people would listen to a shi'ur in Gemara, in Halakha, they paid a lot of attention. 
they took copious notes. They were able to listen to the words and let them penetrate their heart, their mind. They paid attention. They, that's something where you're understanding entering into the class. Your perception as you approach it is, well, I have to pay attention. This is an intellectual endeavor. That's what I'm going to be paying careful attention, understanding every word and every nuance. He said when he would give a sihat musar, however, when he would speak about bettering ourselves, about growing in Yirat Hashem, about growing in our midot, he said there he felt people would walk in and walk out the same way they walked in. Their attention was let down. They weren't prepared the same way, and as a result, they didn't let the words penetrate their heart. They didn't and weren't capable of understanding how that can and should be a siyur, a visualization, a reality in their own lives, because that's the challenge in a very real sense, I believe, for each of us. In our own lives, we pay attention to the statistics and the uh, data which is laid out in front of us. There's where we say, that's real information. If you take the larger picture into mind, if you pay attention to what's actually happening behind the scenes, but right in front of your eyes very often, that's where we're not so capable of doing so. But that's, uh, that's right in front of you. It's staring you in the face. Shouldn't you? Couldn't you be growing in terms of your understanding, your belief, your perception in ways greater than any analysis, any data could possibly lead your way? That's the Pesukim in Yisiyat Mitzrayim. It's a fear of the Torah, and it's repeated time and again in the context of Emunah Yedi'at Hashem through the heart. It's a fear that the Torah tells us we should have when it comes to matters that are Teluim Balev, matters which are dependent upon our heart, we're not going to be attentive. When it's a matter which is dependent upon our mind, that's where we're plugged in. The heart the attention, the ability to pay attention and to let it penetrate and become a part of who you are and internalize it, that's what the Torah in just three words or four words, Asher Lo Sam Libo, is describing to us is the difference, ironically, through the Egyptians between a person who seeks, strives to be a Yireh Hashem and those who don't, please God, each of us should pause in our lives, should be able to take in the world happenings, our own personal events and circumstances in life, anything and everything, be able to say, oh, what does this mean to me? Harambam, the beginning of Hilchot Ta'aniyot, describes this as a person who's callous and hold cold hearted, as a person who doesn't look at what's happening in the world and say, well, maybe I was a part of that. Maybe that's teaching me a lesson. Maybe I can and should grow from this. That's the lesson as well from these very small and few words here in Parashat Va'era, a vision, a picture for each of us to stop in our lives on a daily, consistent basis and say, what is happening and how does that affect me? How can I understand my relationship with God on a deeper, more penetrating and influential way than instead of just assuming this is all just mikere olam, be able to be sam elibenu in a real and authentic way. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.